will be internet famous. everyone and welcome to the fresh podcast market i'm panda and i'm here with my friend Teresa. how you doing Teresa? i'm good panda how are you i am doing fine on this early morning edition of the fresh podcast market yeah it is pretty early for us to record usually we're like night owls when it comes to the fresh podcast market but right now isn't it like 10 a.m for you and it's 11 a.m for me it is here at the fresh podcast market we are a real podcast about fake podcasts I ask this every time. Do you remember whose turn it is to go it's first? Your t- no, it's your turn. Is it? You didn't sound very confident about that. No, it's my turn. Oh, fuck. Yes. Yeah, because Halloween, it was my turn. And then last week, it was your turn. Now it's my turn. Yeah. I love I love basic mental shit. Um, <laughs> okay, here. Let's start this off um, with an easy one. So what about a podcast where uh, we talk about so every week that we record something, so let's say it's currently today, it's uh, November 16, 2017. What if the podcast focused on events that happened that week 10 years ago? So Ooh. it would kind of be like, for instance, you could talk about like, what was the top music of this week? What was happening like in pop culture TV wise at this time? Like was the office ending finally? Was Lost, was a new season of Lost happening? Stuff like that. And then uh, even it could go into like news issues like, oh my god, what was even happening in 2007? I was in middle school at that point, so I paid, I didn't pay attention to anything. But yeah, like, I don't know that I knew anything yeah. about what was going on in the world when I was in middle school. Politics. Oh god. Politics. That's... Okay, so 2007, um, the election race was starting at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think in 2007, um... Because November 2008 was the election. So probably like debates at this time 10 years ago were starting up for like Obama and stuff like that. And oh God, who ran against Obama in 2007? Uh, McCain. McCain. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. So you could like talk about stuff like that. I think it'd be really cool. And it would be like, because like when MTV had like, I love the 80s and I love the 90s and I love the new millennium. I mean, granted, I feel robbed because they never finished I Love the New Millennium, but I was super into those shows when I was younger, and I think it'd be really fun. And also, like, the music section would always be a fun bop. I didn't actually know that they did I Love the New Millennium. It was good. They only did it up until, like, 2004. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, I know. I wish they did more. Maybe they will in the future. But they started doing it in, like, 2000 eight or nine i think and i was like it's not even over yet how are you gonna you know what i mean yeah no definitely let me see maybe there's more episodes let's google it i love the new millennium i used to watch i love the 80s and 90s like religiously it was terrible i think i've Uh, only seen like a little bit of i love the 80s they did it up until 2007 Mm -hmm. that's ridiculous yeah bring it back i loved it (laughs) yeah i I like this idea because there's a huge market for like nostalgia obviously but also Mm -hmm. like people being like this album came out 10 years ago today or like this tv show came out 20 years ago today like Mm -hmm. 
there's a whole lot of that that tends to float around social media so I feel like it would be interesting to cover not just that type of stuff but also like lesser known stuff that people might have like forgotten about and they could be like oh yeah I remember that or whoa where was I when that was happening oh yeah like for instance I'm looking at the I love the new millennium 2007 Mm -hmm. Um, info, and it said 300, which, God, I forgot 300 came out 10 years ago. Jeez. Um, 2007 was the beginning of the Geico Caveman commercials. Oh, uh, man. Oh, God. iPhone, uh, Bob Barker leaving The Price is Right and Drew Carey taking over. Um, the first Transformers movie coming out. Thanks, Michael Bay. Jeez. Um, Rehab! Amy Winehouse's Rehab came out in 2007. Oh, I'm so sad now. Oh my god, astronaut, oh, astronaut, Jesus, astronaut Lisa Nowak's um, attempted kidnapping. I vaguely remember that, and I also remember people making a lot of diaper jokes. I was just gonna this- say, that was the chick that, like, wore a diaper to drive cross-country. Yes, see, see, this is what a bunch of middle schoolers remember from 2007, <laughs> I guess. Um, Umbrella came out that year, which is actually what sparked me to uh, talk about this because on my wall I have a whole bunch of like old Teen Vogue pages, mm-hmm. and I have um one of an umbrella that says Umbrella on it, and Rihanna's on it because she was like sponsoring this whole Umbrella campaign. And I was like, oh shit, let's talk about stuff from like ten years ago. That'd be fun. Um, Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Came out that year. Um. Oh my god, I remember this because I had really I had friends who were really into soccer in middle school. Um, David Beckham joining the LA Galaxy. I remember that was like a huge big deal for my friend. Um, at this point, Michael, uh, not well. I read like two things at the same time. Guy Liner becoming a thing. Um, <laughs> this is the year that Michael Vick got arrested for dog fighting. That was oh my god, wow. that was huge. I remember. Um, Plain White Tees. Hey there, Delilah came out in two thousand seven. I believe that. Yeah, and then Born Ultimatum was also something that was talked about. And then the drunken David Hasselhoff video. Good Classic. God. Um, and then uh, songs from 2007, Thanks for the Memories by Fall Out Boy is the only thing that I actively remember. And then Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna, a classic. Both classics, yeah, I would say. Both classics, but yeah. Yeah, so I that's... really like this idea. What what will we call it? Um, oh god, I want to call it like hmm. <sighs> ba, 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 ba. I had an idea for a name earlier, and I can't remember what it was. It was like nostalgia something, but then I was like, that's too close to nostalgia critic. I can't have that word in my house. Nostalgia critic is gonna be at a convention near me. <laughs> sometime this year do you know my history of being cursed by nostalgia critic oh god no now you have to tell me (laughs) oh no okay so people who know this who are listening are probably like Teresa, please don't tell the story no please Teresa, tell this story it's oh my god it's not even one part it's multiple parts so um two three years back now nostalgia critic um made a video where he talks about if um kid shows today are just as good as kid shows from when we were younger and stuff like that uh-huh. and so he talks a lot about like avatar the last airbender and legend of korra mm-hmm. and i'm actually in one of the photos that he shows of, oh my god um, people, i'm gonna have to track this down now 
people in um, Legend of Korra cosplays, I'm in it. And it's from when I first cosplayed Bolin from Legend of Korra in 2012. I never and... knew that you cosplay Bolin, but that makes oh, boy. the most sense. It does. It does. And I want to revive him, but at the same time, I don't think I ever will. And because I used my real hair for that and I don't have hair anymore. But um, so there's this whole ongoing joke. It's like, oh, shit, I'm in a Nostalgia Critic video. Like uh, me and my one other friend, Julia, who was my Cora with me, were there. And then um, last year, yeah, last year, I'm at a convention doing a photo shoot with my friend. And my friend and I were doing um, Cardcaptor Sakura. So our photographer was taking solo shots of our friend. Uh, of our friend Ash, and shout out to Ash who also follows the podcast. Who are you? And, um, I was Tomio. Yeah, I I kind of I should have figured. that Yeah, Tomio and I share a birthday, so I feel like a really big kinship nice. to her. But uh, yeah, and then I turn around and there's just the nostalgia critic taking photos of like a bunch of Haikyu cosplayers playing volleyball. So not only are my Haikyu sins following me around. But my nostalgia critic sins are following me around. And I, like, was going to say something to him. But I was like, no, I can't annoy this guy right now. And he, like, walks away or whatever. And this guy turns to look at me and goes, was that the nostalgia critic? And I was like, ah, it was. And then, so fast forward to this July. So July 2017, where I am at the same convention that I was. And there is... um. A panel talking basically where like people can lay out their beef for things that they think are really good that everybody hates or things that they hate that everybody loves and I was ready to throw down because I have a lot of movie opinions obviously yeah and I walk up to this con panel and I was like why is this line so long and somebody who I made acquaintance with the day before was like oh hey come 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 stand in line with us because they were like really close to the beginning of the line and we're like well don't mind if we do and then I looked at him and I was like hey why is the line so long and he's like oh the nostalgia critic is running it and I was like no <laughs> but um I was like it's okay I'll I'll be there I'll be there so we're in the panel at this point and so now they the nostalgia critic and co whatever the hell their group is called opens up the floor and they're like does anybody have anything that they want to talk about and clearly i've discovered that this is not the panel where i can openly talk shit about how much i hate twin peaks or how much i hate la la land oh, because these people Teresa, no you panda, just wounded me so severely panda i'm so sorry i love Okay, I love I wanna love Twin Peaks in theory, but I just couldn't do it. I watched the whole entire series, but it just was we'll discuss this later. We'll talk about this later. My heart <laughs> is broken. That's I'm okay. So, so I hate se- I hate season three, so we like- Oh, I I didn't even watch it. I haven't watched Firewalk with me either because it's like I don't know if I have the ability to watch this right now. But anyway, um so m- the guy who shoved us into line with him raises his hand and um the nostalgia critic's dad points to him and goes the guy 
with the Doug haircut. And I was like, the who? <laughs> um, the guy next to the girl with the Doug haircut. And I was like, the who? And I was like, what is the Doug haircut? So I didn't realize that Nostalgia Critic's name was Doug and he just shaved his head. I thought this guy was like making fun of me and calling me like Doug Funny from fucking Nickelodeon's Doug. And I was like, are you talking shit about my bald head? <laughs> like, I was so offended. so whenever i like hear about nostalgia critic at this point it's just like kill bill sirens because it's always just like one bizarre it's like three separate events of me and the nostalgia critic and now i can't escape him and whenever like i have to deal with talking about him i'm just like the nostalgia critic i don't like nostalgia critic because I hate his Sailor Moon video and it makes me mad. I'll fight him for you. Because, like, he, like, didn't even watch it and all he did was, like, complain about it. And, like, fuck you. This is not even a show that you grew up with. (laughs) There's no reason for you to have nostalgia for this dog. Yeah, like, I get, like, technically, like, why he would do it as the nostalgia critic. But, like, Uh it was just, like... Like, he he watched maybe, I think he watched, like, one episode, and it's, like, you can't really, like, all he did was complain about, like, Usagi being, like, whiny and a crybaby, and, like, she is, but, like, character development, motherfucker, like. Yeah. Also, I think, like, the English dub is also really, like, a harsh thing to experience in general, because it's. It's very oh god how do I how do I say this about the English dub but like the source material is way better than what the dub was marketed as. And oh yeah, it no, like me off. the uh, the Deke dub sucks. Like a lot of people have fondness for it, and I get it, but like mm-hmm. whatever, it sucks. It's bad. When I tell people that I'm a really big Sailor Moon fan, who like don't know that like the Sailor Moon franchise is still actively alive, they're like, why wasn't it like really bad? I was like, shut up. Shut up! You know nothing. So, you know you literally know nothing. So I I feel you on that. But anyway, a name I don't really know. Um, I don't know. This nostalgia time. Ooh, I was maybe gonna say maybe like this day in history, but it wouldn't be on a day. How about ten year time machine? I like the idea of time machine. Mm-hmm. As part of the name. I think 10-year time machine might be where it's at. Because I can't think of anything better. Podcast time machine? Like hot tub Pod- time machine? Mm, lame. It doesn't quite I rain. feel like... No, it doesn't. I don't know if people would get it. Because let's be real, hot tub time machine really didn't have that uh, lasting <laughs> You know that, that great culture. cinematic classic hot tub time machine? <laughs> Which I've never actually seen, but whatever. I've actually never seen it either. I used to own it because I bought it at like a blockbuster closing sale. And I was, Hell just, yeah. I was just buying a bunch of old movies, but then like... Or I was just buying a bunch of movies because they were cheap. And I was like, well, I've heard of this one, so whatever. And then I just never ended up watching it. So I, like, donated it to Goodwill. Thanks, Time Machine. Yeah, I I don't have a title for this either, but I do really like the idea. I think it's it's really cool. Can we talk about uh, Blockbuster DVD sales for a brief moment? Absolutely. I would love to. I used to fucking hit up Blockbuster DVD sales all the time me the fuck too and i like still have a ton of movies on dvd thanks to said blockbuster dvd sale and it was like 
always my favorite like time. I if you want to talk about fucking Sailor Moon and Blockbuster, my dude. When I was oh god, so maybe like 1998 this was. Do you remember the really tiny Sailor Moon keychain collection that came out? No, I liked Sailor Moon as a kid, but I didn't get into, like, the merchandise for it because I was still pretty young. Oh, man. My mom, my mom luckily gave me some goods. So, like, I had a handful of the dolls growing up. I still might have some upstairs in my attic. I'm not sure. I have a few, like, stuffed Luna toys. I have a few of the VHSs. I did I feel like I had something that was like kind of rare but my no that was my card captor I had a a card captor Sakura cloud card book set when I was younger and my mom tossed it without me knowing but um so in 1998 Blockbuster would sell Sailor Moon merchandise like the keychains and shit like that Mm -hmm. and I was the line if I recall correctly had like inner senshi obviously and then it had um a princess serenity and then it had um a tuxedo mask in the set and i really really wanted the princess serenity keychain so every time i was there i would ask my mom for it and i'd be like mom can i please have this keychain that was like all of five dollars and my mom's like no <laughs> and so like i would i was that little kid who would like shove the key like the thing they wanted the most all the way in the back in hopes that somebody wouldn't buy it um, until the next time I was there. And um, so I this was going on for weeks. And I was like, Mom, I want this keychain. And she was like, no, you're not getting it. And <laughs> one week, I walked into the um, Blockbuster and it wasn't there. And I was like, what the fuck? Like the four-year-old equivalent of like, what the fuck? I was so upset. And I was like, this is gone. It's gone forever. And at that point, it was like around December. And the preschool that uh, I went to with my cousin what would happen was that after like the preschool show santa santa would come and bring you gifts and it was like the most wild moment ever every time every year like i think i experienced it maybe for three years because maybe four years at this point because my cousins went to the same preschool as me so it was me born in 1994 my cousin nick born in 1995 and my cousin andrew born in 1996 so no matter um so like the first year i was in that preschool i was alone but then the next year after that my cousin was in kind of deal so there's always like two of us were together at some point or another kind of thing yeah and um so santa calls my name Teresa. you got a present from santa i was like holy shit (laughs) the the four-year-old equivalent to holy shit and i open up this gift and it's the fucking princess serenity keychain and i went hog wild like i was so excited and my mom had this look on her face like thank god i didn't have the heart to tell this kid that like i bought it for her already clearly and just wrapped it as a stupid gift so i don't know when my mom Yeah, I don't know when my mom was able to escape my fucking clutches and buy me this goddamn keychain while I wasn't paying attention. But, oh my god, shout out to my mom for pulling that on me, because I was like, so, like, Santa was the realist in that moment for me. Like, I was so excited. This this story was an emotional journey, and I was here for it. That was great. I'm so glad. I'm so glad, yeah. So... I think that keychain then, like, proceeded to break, like, five separate times, and then I would just, like, glue it back together as a five-year-old or whatever. But, um, yeah, so that's my, that's, like, my one true Blockbuster memory. And also, I remember, like, my Blockbuster had, did yours have the Pokemon Snap, like, machine? 
It did, but I didn't have I didn't have an N sixty four at the time. I didn't either, but it had like the instant um photographs on mine, so catch me wasting all four of my photos on fucking pictures of Pikachu and blurry Apple photos. You know, I feel like this segues into a very good idea because this yes. wasn't one that I had written down, but man, a fucking blockbuster podcast? Uh, yeah just talking about like blockbuster video memories and like things that you used to rent and like Mm. oh man because i remember spending so much time in blockbuster when i was like in high school and me and my best friend chase would just go and we would walk around and we would try to find a movie to watch or we would like have picked one out beforehand like some classic movie that neither of us had seen like oh man i used to go blockbuster all the time by oh boy so the blockbuster that i would use when did it close i think i'm gonna say it closed in around 2010 so but by the time i was like in ninth grade we had on demand so we weren't using blockbuster as much but um I recall one time in 2007, I was really, really sick and it started to snow. So my dad and I went to Blockbuster together and that's when Napoleon Dynamite came out. So everybody was at that fucking Blockbuster getting movies so they could be prepared for this inevitable three day snowstorm or whatever. And also to get Napoleon Dynamite. And so like by the time I like bundled up and went into this Blockbuster, um the line after picking movies to get was up until like the new release section all the way to g and our blockbuster was pretty big so that was a long ass line so i i have yeah i have a lot of blockbuster memories oddly enough we were talking about sailor moon earlier i used to i remember like i liked sailor moon a lot when i was like five Uh, Mm -hmm. But as, like, a five-year-old, I didn't really have a concept of, like, a story being in order. So, like, Mm -hmm. I would catch random episodes on TV, and then we would, like, rent VHS tapes of, like, the movies or whatever from Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. And I had forgotten for a long time, but recently, this past year, I rewatched the Sailor Moon Super S movie. And I thought that I had not seen it because I didn't watch the movies when I did like my big watch through of all of Sailor Moon because I just like wanted to watch the whole show and the download that I had didn't have the movies in it I don't think but Mm. I didn't watch the movies so I was like there's no way that I've seen this movie and then I start the movie up and suddenly it's like this wave of like memory it's like like there would be like scenes like in like the intro or just like random stuff throughout the movie where it would be like this sudden like deja vu feeling it was very strange and very interesting which which one was the the super s movie because i had three of the movies like on vhs that the, i owned uh the black dream hole or something stop that one's my favorite the one where um oh my god and then usagi turns into a child for like five minutes maybe hold uh, on i think so yeah is that the like um at that point oh god one is it oh god um oh god i want to just call her Rini. i'm just gonna call her Rini in this moment because my brain is dead um doesn't she like that's with the that's with the flute i'm like yeah the, the she made pie. friends yeah. with this little flute playing boy 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that one was my favorite growing up. I had that one. Did okay. So did your blockbuster then have like a really good anime section? Because mine did. Mine didn't, but like it would have like random like like we would get like episodes of Pokemon and like Mm -hmm. Sailor Moon movies, and I think maybe Sailor Moon episodes, but I don't really remember. But I do remember like all the time renting pokemon episodes and there'd be like two to a video or something yeah and i would just Um, watch like that intro stop that's so funny i actually because of blockbuster was able to watch my first studio ghibli film when i was four years old so talk about starting them young but um what was it when it was my neighbor totoro nice and they had my neighbor totoro and they had castle in the sky at this uh blockbuster and um uh what happened was i was like why is this movie my mom and i were like looking at my neighbor totoro and we're like why is this movie always like not available to snag um to rent and i was like why like why not like we we didn't get it like it was just a movie that was like in the family section it was really funny because there was like three vhs's that were never like that were so rare to get in um in blockbuster that like was constantly taken from the family section one of them was my neighbor totoro another one was like this cheesy like 3d animation lily pad like frogs on a lily pad movie thing which Mm. i only probably watched once and i can't remember another one was like one about talking like toothbrushes and like bottles of floss and whatever and i kind of dug the the flossing one so like i watched that once or twice but like the lily pad frog one was stupid or whatever but when we got my neighbor totoro finally after like hunting for it for so long it changed my fucking life and in that moment that's when i like that that was like if you want to talk about like a pivotal moment in my like childhood was probably when i watched my neighbor totoro for the first time and um Thanks, Blockbuster, is all I have to say is thanks, Blockbuster. Oh, man, could we call it um, Be Kind Rewind? Yes, absolutely. What else would we call it? Um, Oh, boy, but isn't also Be Kind Rewind a name of a Jack Black movie? I mean, yeah, but like... Once again, does that really matter? No, because it didn't leave a lasting impression on pop culture. Um, I am desperately hmm. trying to find what this toothbrush movie is that you were talking about. Oh my god. Let me Google. Like, what do you even Google? Blockbuster? I just Block- Googled animated talking toothbrush movie. Dental hygiene. Oh wait, movie. was it like a, a thing about dental hygiene? Was it called the toothbrush family? Maybe. Let me Google that. Toothbrush family. It seems like there was a an animated series called Oh my the god, yes family. it was. Oh my god. Yes it was. That's so fucking funny. Holy shit. Oh, this is crazy. I've never heard of this before. I literally have no context of this outside of um oh, d- d- this is, one is that VHS pink tape. thing supposed to be a sponge? I think so. I don't know. Like I said, I only watched it like once or twice. At first I so thought I it really was a tongue remember. and I was very concerned. Ew, maybe. Oh, it was an Australian children's animated television series. That's probably why. Um, Tess. Oh my god. Tess, Tom, Tina, and Toby. That's probably why I remember it because whenever people try to call me Tess, I like tell them to square the fuck up. But don't you go by Tease? Yeah, Tease. My... 
my family nickname is TC or Tease, and TC and Tease come from like the same root name, I guess. But um, yeah. So Tease. So like people, whenever they like try to call me Terry or Tess, I'm like, get the hell away from me. Tease is like my one, like T, Terry, and Tease are like the two, like the three Teresa nicknames that I stand for. Otherwise, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Oh my god, yeah, they're commonly remembered for the Sir series when they came to life when the moon shone in the bathroom. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Teresa, yeah. I have some very delightful news for you. What? The toothbrushfamily.com is a thing that exists. Excuse me? They have a website, a a very dated website for this series. Oh my god, brush your teeth! Brush your teeth! Oh my god, these look like the- oh shit, my phone has been on loud this whole time, I apologize. These people look like the fucking Mr. Men show. Oh my god, this is so funny. I love it. This is so like early 2000s. This is amazing. Oh my god, this is like uglier than 2001 Neopets. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Copyright 2010? This website was made in 2010? Jesus. Oh my god, Panda, thank god. Thank god that we- (laughs) We've stumbled upon a very strange relic. Okay, alright, let's let's move along now, lads. Um, oh god. Are we done? Did we talk enough with two whole things? I feel like we could make room for one more idea. Um, okay. Do you want, do you have one or should I go? Uh, well, I, I did the blockbuster one, so Mm. I think technically that makes it your turn. Okay. How about, um, a podcast where it's a jury of people who decide if something should be considered soup or not. Okay. (laughs) So, like, I know, like, a lot of people like to argue if cereal is technically a soup or not. Or I was like, what about, like, liquid ice cream? Like, you know, like, when... I, like, I know people who, like, wait until their ice cream is, like, liquid and then just eat the liquid ice cream and stuff like that. And, like, if it's, like, cookie dough, like, clearly the cookie dough is not going to melt, but the rest of the ice cream is, like... Who are these monsters? I know. Is this... Is this soup? like i don't know like i'm curious to know like i think but also like how many things can you explore debating if it's soup or maybe like you can just do stuff in general like the food jury or something that like for instance a bagel with something in the middle is that technically a sandwich or not like i don't know yeah we've talked about doing a sandwich podcast before yes this is technically a little related but i do Mm -hmm. like this idea of just a broader examination of what does or does not qualify a food to fit a certain category yeah like is it still a burrito if you're like if it's a burrito bowl is it a salad or is it a fucking burrito yeah exactly that's i was kind of trying to go there and i couldn't figure out i couldn't find the The words but you you got me there i got you yeah like i'm curious like when does a burger stop being a burger you know yeah like Like, if you take if you have like if you make like a hamburger po'boy does that count as a hamburger yeah exactly or like yeah or like a deconstructed whatever the hell you know 
really really quick side tangent uh yeah. i yeah. love when you're when i'm watching like chopped or like cutthroat kitchen or something and somebody uh-huh. s- says uh, that they're going for a deconstructed whatever because it the two words that mean that you're probably going to lose out of that round are deconstructed and rustic because what yeah. those words oh mean my God. what those words mean is that i just threw it on the plate i yeah. didn't fucking try or they did yeah. try but they didn't have the tools to try if we're talking about cutthroat yeah kitchen. oh my god i love cutthroat kitchen and my favorite is when people like get have no sabotages and then get destroyed that round i'm just like my favorite version of this was around i don't remember what the food was but i remember there was a round where this woman paid for the sabotage so that she would get all of the salt and seasonings and other people couldn't have them and then her fucking food was still bland oh my god oh my god God. You were the only one with salt. Oh my god. Or the ones where it's like, um, this doesn't taste too good and they're the only one who has the ability to like taste their food. Yes. Kind of deal. Oh, that's such sweet, sweet revenge whenever that happens. I love it. God, yeah. I Damn. love cooking shows. I just, I, yeah, I do too. I love like cooking competition shows and I like have no food know-how, but like, man, when I watch Great British Bake Off, oh boy. Well, you're pretty oh. good with like desserts and stuff, aren't you? I only just bake Big pie. Yeah, I only bake pie and um, I'm still really dependent on recipes because I've only just started baking pie this past year. But I have to say I'm becoming more and more adventurous with each pie that I make. And the last pie that I made, actually no, was that the last pie I made? Yeah, I made a lemon meringue like in July. Mm-hmm. That shit was good as hell, if if not sticky, but it was good. Well, I, you're still building on the fundamentals. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make um a fig and honey pie for Thanksgiving. This Interesting. Year. Yeah. Last year I made a cranberry pear and it was fucking delicious. I made a pear cobbler one time and my Ooh. grandmother said it tasted good. My grandmother Ooh. never compliments anybody's cooking. I was very That's the grandma seal of approval, I, right? I felt there. very proud of myself in that moment thank you grandma all right i guess i guess that is our time okay wait 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 wait. yes wait wait what would that be called you're right i didn't even think of that oh Uh, my god pants the most important part the most important part Um, most important part i mean um you could just call it like food fight or something cheesy like that um honestly i think food fight kind of knocks it in the bag no 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 food court food court food court oh yeah that one i food fight was good food court is even better that's so funny because it could be like it's a it's a jarry it's a jarry of peep it's a it's a it's a pun it's a pun and you know here at the fresh podcast market we fucking love puns we love our fucking puns oh my god okay that was like a really like everybody's gonna be like that was a terrible name but i'm like no it was the greatest name of all time it was a triumphant end to our time good all right okay now we're done now we're officially done now we're officially done would like to follow us on twitter you could do that at fresh pod market if you would like to follow me on twitter you could do that at mpan 
and Donata. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? You guys can follow me at Vicunyad, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. If you have any ideas for fake podcasts, you can hit us up on Twitter or you can email us at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. Please, our crops are starving. Yes, we are heading into the winter and we need extra help with our podcast crops in order to keep them alive please yes oh man before you know it guys it's gonna be like christmas tree season where shit i've actually never been to a farmer's market in the winter i don't even know if they sell christmas trees but (laughs) we we need to put some podcast ideas under the tree don't you know (laughs) fuck this is terrible (laughs) i feel like this metaphor got away from you (laughs) this metaphor did get away from me either way guys make sure you tell your friends to join us we would love um to hear from more of you and we would love to uh see our numbers grow in not only people who follow us and listen to the podcast but people who also subscribe to us on itunes and review us as well hell yeah if you uh, liked our theme music that was plants by hopefully not bad lib on soundcloud.com that's our good pal jimmy who lets us use his song as our theme song every week and if you want to buy our logo on a t-shirt you could do that that the link to that is in our pinned tweet on our twitter page and that is one way that you can help us out um we're gonna have a tumblr soon teresa i'm so sorry teresa's been very busy and hasn't been able to leave her alone i'm so sorry if oh god i this isn't going to be coming out next week but it's going to be coming out the week after um i have been con crunching for a convention that's literally tomorrow oh christ almighty i still have to hem a shirt and make an armband and i still have to pack oh god uh yeah i'm so sorry everybody my life has been a hot mess as i've probably said in the last few episodes but probably once i finish up this convention i will be able to sit down and work on the tumblr and get it going or yeah okay i I apologize thank you pand i know and you're you're over here you're so good you have like you have your job at papa jonathan's (laughs) and you have your two podcasts that you edit and record and here I am a slug who just lost her job who's doing nothing besides preparing cosplay shit and like doing one writing commission right now god I'm so sorry everybody I also have my weekly uh, write ups of Riverdale on Weekly oh, Nerdy god, and you're taking classes too <gasps> I have like one class this semester though so you're infinitely oh Pan you're way better of an adult than I am I, I'm trying man I'm gonna be so glad when I graduate I wrote, hey man, I wrote a blog yesterday, so I guess that counts for something. You did it. What was it about? Um, The craft. Oh, right. I think you told me that you were gonna Yeah, I wrote about like wish fulfillment and the craft and stuff like that. And um, I think I might forcibly wash my, I might forcibly make myself watch um, Big Money Rustlers, which is one of the insane clown posse movies. I was gonna ask what Uh, the fuck is that, but you already answered me. It's not only as a juggalos, but it's cowboy juggalos. I did know that there were like juggalo western movies, but I've never watched them because I might watch one. I just I'm afraid to fall down the rabbit hole. I'm so afraid. I don't listen, man. After I read You Don't Know Me But You Don't Like Me, oh God, my life changed so much. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's um a book by uh, Nathan Rabin, and Nathan Rabin is the head editor for um oh my god, 
what the fuck the av club he's an av club editor there we go and um he spent like a year and a half following the tour um following tours of both the band fish and of insane clown posse and it's about him like talking about um music subcultures and like finding his own place when it comes to just like himself and music and stuff like that and it's really good i really love it and i had two copies of it but one has been lost forever and the other one my friend is currently borrowing and reading right now so yeah well i guess do we have anything else that we need to promo no i've talked for way too long and it's time for us to say goodbye i think to death all right um thank you for joining me at the fresh podcast market Teresa. thanks for joining me at the fresh podcast market pand everybody make sure you finally get your fall moms have a good one bye-bye finally get your what your moms your your fucking fall moms don't y'all have that shit okay i i couldn't understand what you were saying so i was very confused (laughs) 